Good morning and welcome to ASL's HR in 10. At 10. I'm Jason Perry. I'm Kimberly Bradshaw. And every week we get together to talk about the exciting events in the world of HR. Of which there are so many at the moment. There are. Kimberly, where would you like to start today? What's topical? I like the quote that you said um, earlier, and I would like you to repeat that because I think that's a brilliant message ah, to people not in HR. My, my favourite one of the week. It's been, you know, it's been uh, one hell of a year for everyone, but it's the year that HR has stepped up, I think is the way in which it's being put. And there was a lovely quote from the Chief Personnel Officer um, of a, a FTSE 100 who said, and I quote, no one better call us fluffy after this year. Um, that that's kind of nailed it for me. But definitely, I mean, if if only you know people knew the amount of regulations and guidelines that we've had. It's just been unprecedented, and anyone not able, you know, to cope with it all is fluffy and most of us you know we are not we are not fluffy it's a hard job it takes a lot of keeping up with and hooray for that person yes no super superb quote and i think the level of support and the way in which hr has been looked at from this year um it's kind of changed a bit but Mm -hmm. let's let's start by looking at self-isolation shall we because there's do you know one of the things we've been doing this year is helping people deal with changes. And there's another change. Yes, self-isolation is reducing. Uh, As always, you know, I'm never certain about the data, but it's in the press, so, and people have talked about it, so it must be true. But what we haven't seen, I think, is the change in statutory sick pay allowance to to match. So we've got 10 days and 14 days for the yes. other. Is statutory sick pay going to change? Well, there's a bit more to it than that as well, because the change happened on Monday. So as of Monday, if anyone is self-isolating because a member of their household um, has symptoms or they have symptoms... Rather than isolating for 14 days, they now only have to isolate for 10. The logic of it is that lots of people weren't doing as they were told anyway. So if we shorten it to something that's still valuable, we've got more chance of people cooperating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess there's some logic there. If more people do it, then the benefit will go up. Um, but the really interesting one for me, um, we're now on Thursday, so this has been in for four days, but the NHS Track and Trace app was still saying 14. And I believe it's today that the NHS app has kicked in with 10 as well. So it's not just that SSP thing. Um, and you're right about that because I've seen no evidence to say the period of SSP will shorten. Um, so presumably if somebody is isolating and then contracts it themselves, they've still got that full 14-day period um, that they can deal with it. Yes, typical of the uh, the story of our lives this year. You know, we get a mandate on something and then it takes three, four days a week for everything to catch up and you get the detail. I think it's also worth uh, reminding companies here that if they do not uh, encourage people to self-isolate, that they could face a £10,000 fine. Indeed. Uh, so that's, you know, that is not a nice New Year's gift. Uh <laughs> 
Yes, the specific wording is if an employer asks somebody to work when they should be self-isolating, there's a £10,000 fine. But you make a really good point. And I think any employer who does not take their due diligence here seriously may find themselves on the wrong side of that £10,000 fine. Mm. Exactly. Mm. Shall we skip on to furlough over Christmas? Yes, let's talk about Father Christmas being furloughed. No, that's very unfair, isn't it? No, he'll be working as usual, on full pay. Um, You're upset lots of children here. (laughs) I'm not sure they all follow HR, but well, it's all right. He's on flexible furlough. It's going to be fine. Um, No, you're right. There's a big point of furlough over Christmas, and it's about annual leave, isn't it? Yeah, and the fact that you can't furlough somebody just to put them on, um, to cover their holiday. It, it's either furlough, pro- furlough proper or, or not at all. Yes. I mean, one of the great things of the furlough is you've been able to use a period where the government are um, subsidising your payroll, as it were. They're paying 80% of somebody's wages for whether they're um, just furloughed or if they take leave during the furlough period. So the only thing you need to do is top up the wages to 100% if they take leave. But what employers cannot do, it is explicitly forbidden, it will go down as furlough fraud and HMRC will be knocking on your door, you cannot put somebody on furlough just time with, let's say, a two-week Christmas shutdown um, and go, oh, that means we only have to pay 20% of the cost of our leave bill this year. Expressly forbidden don't do it, you'll end up on HMRC's watch list. Exactly. And I think, you know, talking about furlough further is what we were talking about a moment ago about the Peter Cheese's comment uh, calling for, for furlough to be extended and not downgraded in the, the New Year review, balanced with the view that furlough is going to be extended beyond March because Mm. of the rate of redundancy and job loss. Yeah, just to put in context there, we've quite often heard um, unions and so on, and certainly from the left, demanding furloughs extended. But Peter Cheese, for those who don't know, obviously it's an HR forum and everybody will know, but for those that don't know, Peter Cheese is... um, I was just going to look for his job title. I'm going to say the head of, the chief executive of, the Chartered Institute of the Personnel of Personnel and Development. So, so our governing body in a way. Absolutely. So we know who he is. Many employers may not. But it's very significant when the head of the CIPD is asking the government. And there's, there's three things I think he's asking for, if I've got it right. One is that when the January review is done that costs are not put on employers in February and March as they were in August, September, October. Um, That's the first one. The second thing is he's asking then for furlough to be extended beyond March. And the third um, in his request is that furlough is then effectively tapered out and gradually withdrawn to support businesses as we move forward. So... It's a very interesting set of um, demands, if that's the right word, from somebody yeah. who really knows what's going on in the employment market in the HR world. 
And I, there's a lot of evidence for it anyway. I mean, with the increasing demands over August, September, October, as, as you've just mentioned, we saw the highest rate of redundancies that mm. this country has ever seen. Uh, and it's the highest rate. No, actually, I think it's the highest rate in eight years. But certainly, it was a significant number. It was 370,000, I think, in a three-month yeah. period. And my understanding is it's the highest in any three-month period, only ever been previously beaten by the quarter immediately before. So, you know, this year, I think the numbers are, the ONS have said, see, 820,000 less people on PAYE payrolls today than there were in February pre-COVID. Yes, and we're up to, I think it's 4.9% um unemployment and there's a i noticed a projection earlier in the news that it might go up to 7.5 percent which uh, is a scary figure and unless they do you know the government do something about furlough scheme i think we are going to struggle it's going to be a tough start to the new year yeah um kimberly hr in 10 We've spoken for nearly 10 minutes again. There's a couple of things I really want to say before we wrap up. One of them is, um, as lovely as this is, I have a feeling that many of our audience won't be wanting to follow you and me on Christmas Eve. You're kidding. I know it's a shock. Are you going to say that about New Year's Eve as well, aren't you? I I think we should have a (laughs) two-week break from HR in 10 and we come back on the first Thursday in the new year. So that's the 7th of January by my calculations. Definitely. So, but look, thank you for watching. If you're enjoying these and find them useful, um, click the follow button on our YouTube feed and you'll get alerts every time we go live. So hope they're useful. Thanks for watching. Kimberly. it's been great. And I will see you next year. I look forward to it, Jason. Happy Christmas to all our viewers. And uh, goodbye to you for a week or so. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.